You're listening to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, where I share interviews and practical tips for scrapbookers. Listen in and learn something new today. Welcome to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, Episode 13. I'm your host, Melissa Shannon from DigitalScrapbookingHQ.com, and I'm here with a dose of inspiration to get you moving on projects that are near and dear to your heart. Today I'm here with a special guest, Monica Bradford from ScrapInspired.com. Monica is a scrapbooker who finds and shares inspiration through her blogs, classes and even the occasional music video. Welcome Monica. Hello, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm so glad we could talk today. Me too, thank you for asking me. No worries. Well, for those who are listening today and haven't met you before, do you want to just let us know a little bit about yourself and how you got into the scrapbooking world? Yes. I um, Honestly, I think I've been scrapbooking since I was about eight years old. Mm-hmm. I've always loved um, taking pictures and um, putting notes and things together in scrapbooks. Um, I started scrapbooking in the modern sense a little before my son was born, my first son. So that's probably been, oh, eight, nine maybe even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I started with an album of our honeymoon and I just kind of got hooked and mm-hmm. have kept going ever since. Uh, um, and I just, it's a hobby I love and I've always found a way to make time for in my life. Mm. Yeah, it's love. great. So what prompted you um, to start sharing your scrapbooking online? Well, I actually was, um, my husband deploys overseas occasionally as a civilian contractor and he was gone and I was, you know, after the kids would go to bed, I would kind of watch TV and look around on the internet and I discovered that there was scrapbooking sites on the internet. I had, it hadn't occurred to me before then. And Ella Publishing was running a challenge at the time that I really wanted to participate in. And so I, you had to have a blog or a way to share your work online. And I just thought, all right, I'll start a blog. And, um, and so I kind of did on the spur of the moment one night, I just decided to start a blog and then it's kind of grown from there. And I, um, just loved the community of scrapbookers that I have found online through quite a few different sites, but it's an amazing group of women and group of people out there. And I love that we can share this hobby together with people all over the world. Mm. Yeah, well, it certainly, it certainly is fun. Um, we, there's just an explosion really when you get into the online world and you're like wow there's so much it's so it's so much fun (laughs) and we connect all over the world it is great so the thing that prompted me to get in touch with you is that you're teaching at true scrap for those people who don't really know about true scrap do you want to just let let us know what you love about this event and how you ended up being a teacher i love True Scrap. I have been a a student at several of the, well, all of them, the True Scraps events. This this year, or sorry, this um, October is True Scrap 4. And I love, I guess I love the most that it's live, that you have 
these amazing teachers. You don't have to leave your house. You can just sit and watch some of the best in the business and, and learn from them. And at the same time, you have this huge community, this group of women that are on the um, on the event at the same time you are. You're chatting with them and sharing ideas together. And it's just this amazing community experience. And uh, I got started in True Scrap. I, I'm a member of Lane Amon's uh, membership site, Scrap Happy. And I had taken several of her classes and I proposed an idea to her for one of her free webinars. And um, around that same time, when we were kind of working out the details of that webinar, she had an opening come up unexpectedly in True Scrap 3 and she needed somebody to fill it in. And so since we'd already kind of been talking about um, working together, she asked if I'd be willing to do it. And so I had, I think, a week to put it together <laughs> my True Scrap 3 class and um, get it to her. But it was a ton of fun to do. And so she asked me to come back for True Scrap 4. And I, I was really excited to do that. And it was even more fun to actually have time to plan and, and get, get everything put together. So I'm really excited to be a part of it again. Yeah, yeah, that's that's certainly no mean feat. I uh, I was teaching at Two Scap Three as well, and I certainly had a bit more lead <laughs> lead time. <laughs> it's it's kind of full on to do that in that short period of time. But uh, so you really are a superhero then. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I was then anyway. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, True Scrap's got a theme going this year about um, superheroes. So what's your superhero name? I am Word Woman. I turn ordinary words into extraordinary stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so just I guess that ties in well with your class, which is everything I need to know about journaling I learned in first grade. I love that. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. So what are you excited about that's coming up in your class? Can you tease us a little bit with or, or maybe just give us a, a little tip that might, you know, people might take away? <laughs> My class is, is all about journaling. And um, as the title suggests, I actually was a first grade teacher for uh, quite a number of years. I taught for 12 years and most of that time was in first grade. And so I spent a lot of time teaching kids how to write. And I just thought, you know, there's a lot of those things that I taught my students that I use myself on my journaling pages. And some of them are things that you may not think of, but really aren't that difficult to do and can make your stories more interesting and more exciting. And so I thought it would be fun to share um, several tips and tricks uh, through that sort of lens of thinking hmm. about it as a teacher. And um I, I love, there's, there are several ideas that I just, it hadn't occurred to me that I do them on a regular basis on my layouts. Mm -hmm. And, um, some of them are really kind of, you know, deeper stories that take a little bit of effort, but then some of them are quick and easy stories too. And just some unique twists. I think it'll be a fun class for people that, our scrapbookers and memory keepers to have some new ideas for getting their journaling on their pages. Mm, for sure. <laughs> so your website's called Scrap Inspired. So I guess it's appropriate that I ask you this question on the Scrapbooking Inspiration <laughs> podcast. How do you stay inspired? What is, what's inspiring you these days? Well, I, I love looking at other people's creations. I, um, you know, Pinterest is just this 
amazing place to store inspiration and to look at inspiration. I, I don't spend a lot of time on Pinterest itself looking at things other people pinned. I spend more time out looking through people's blogs and, and things that they're creating. And then I'll pin ideas that inspire me. And I, I just, I look at everything. I look at other people's work. I look at um, magazines. I, I have sitting in my scrap room, I have a um, fry container from Arby's that I thought was just the coolest color combination and design. And I want to use it on a layout some somehow, the, some idea from there. I get inspired walking through Target and looking at their displays. I just, I think there's so much pattern and color in the world that Really, I can turn around a million different places and find something that inspires me. Mm. And I use Pinterest to kind of hold all those things together so that I can go back and find them again later when I'm ready to work on a project. Okay, so that that's good. So it's not so much using it as a source, but rather as like the gathering point. And then you go back and look at what's inspired you. I think that's a really, a really good way to to use it rather than just sort of getting lost in the millions of pins browsing. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I don't spend a lot of time on it unless I'm getting ready to do a project and then I go back and look through my boards and find mm. something to work from. Yeah, that's, I love using it that way. Mm. And I see on your, um, on your website you have the Lispiration, Liftspiration files where you um, show the design and colour and that sort of inspiration for layouts that you share there. So it's a great way of sort of crediting your sources, I suppose, but also just showing us how we can use inspiration from other people to create our own unique projects. I, I just yeah. find it – I love looking at your site, even though I'm not necessarily going to be – using say some of the techniques like all your gorgeous washi tape <laughs> I can use some digital washi tape that's right that's <laughs> but right. the colors and the styles and the and yeah it's really great and I guess I should I guess we should just talk about your little video because I did mention <laughs> that in the intro <laughs> so you did you did your own version of the call me maybe video didn't you there's another place I got inspired. I was inspired by all the Call Me Maybe videos and I, I just decided to make one. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. So I'll link people up to that post and I like it because it shares some of your like, you know, personality there too. <laughs> silly side. You can say it. I was silly. <laughs> <laughs> so Monica, thanks for sharing so much um, today. And I just want to give you a chance to talk about what's coming up Um at your site or anything you'd like to promote what what can we expect obviously you've got your true scrap class coming up and then um, anything else you're working on in your creative den there <laughs> yes I um I'm, I'm hoping to get some more videos put out um not the call me maybe style videos but um <laughs> some inspirational videos I'm, I'm working on a series kind of that taking that idea of what am I inspired by and how can I turn it into a project and showing different 
places that you can find inspiration and ways that you can find inspiration. And so I'm working on that and hope to have um, that video series start this fall. And um, I have several classes available on my website that um, are always, they're self-paced, so they're always there and available for purchase. And um, one of my personal favorites is a class called Gratitude Documented. And it just talks about ways to look for and document gratitude in your life. And it, it has a scrapbooking twist, certainly. It has some techniques um, for putting together your own gratitude album, but it also talks about ways that you can document gratitude, not even using your scrapbooking, but just a way to keep track of it in your life. So that's a class that I always like to share because it's just a personal favorite of mine. Mm. And just continuing with layouts and projects project life and um, other scrappy endeavors. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'll link out over to your gratitude documented class for everyone in the notes for today's episode. And if you'd like to learn more about Monica and also check out True Scrap 4, all the links will be available at scrapbookingpodcast.com slash 13. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me today, Monica. It's been lovely to talk to you. And I'm so glad that you decided to um, join the online space because I probably wouldn't have found out about you otherwise. And it's, <laughs> I like, um, you know, having you in my RSS reader every every few days. I always check out your oh, blog post. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate you asking me. It was lovely to be here. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And we'll talk soon. Thanks so much, Monica, for spending time with us today. And thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about Monica or check out more information about True Scrap 4 and the special offer I have for you, head over to scrapbookingpodcast.com slash 13.